One of the most income-generating parts of my business has been teaching students at in-person classes how to make gift baskets. This has come about in a variety of ways. I've been approached by different facilities that have asked me to teach their students, or really their patrons, how to make gift baskets. This might be something that you will consider in the future. Maybe you're not ready to teach a gift basket class because you are still in the midst of making gift baskets yourself, and you don't want to teach everyone how you make gift baskets so that they can also make them and possibly take your customers away from you. But at the same time, if you do have a great customer base and you have saturated yourself within your local area, others will not be able to take all the business that you have. But still, teaching gift baskets could be a possibility in your future. I never thought that I'd be teaching at different adult schools and at different types of events, but it has been quite helpful to me and quite lucrative, as I mentioned. So perhaps this is something that you will consider in the future, something that I can share with you now, seven tips for teaching a gift basket class, so that if and when you're ready, you will be completely, maybe not completely, but ready in general to share what you know about gift baskets. Stay tuned. To gift basket business where we discuss the ideas triumphs and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world i'm shirley george frazier your host and author of how to start a home-based gift basket business the gift basket design book and i'm chief basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com in addition to teaching an online gift basket class i also teach a start your own arts and crafts business course. And in that course, one of the lessons is how to set up teaching what you already know. And it just brought to mind how I teach how to make gift baskets at in-person events, at libraries, adult schools, and such places. So every type of especially every type of creative industry has a teaching part of it that helps you to not only learn what other students are making, what they're creating, but it also enhances your business so that you truly are seen as the expert because you not only do what you do, but you teach what you do as well. So let's go over seven tips just in case in the future you want to teach a gift basket class. And I have heard from students in the past, designers in the past, who have asked me about teaching a gift basket class. Right now, as you're listening to this podcast, we are in the midst of a health crisis and classes pretty much have been paused. However, when we come out of a health crisis or any other situation that happens in the future, people will come together again and gather for wonderful events, whether it's concerts or movies or anything else that we gather for in general. So these tips are seven that I have experienced myself, certainly from years of teaching gift basket classes. And teaching a gift basket class may on the outset seem like it's easy, just like making gift baskets seems like it's easy. However, when you start to get into it and (laughs) really find out what teaching is 
all about, just like making gift baskets, selling them and marketing, you find that there are a lot more elements than you originally imagined. So let's start. The first tip is to negotiate your price. And you're going to have two prices for teaching gift baskets. Please do not think that teaching a gift basket class is something you do free of charge. There is a lot of labor and a lot of time and a lot of preparation for teaching a gift basket class. So it is important for you to negotiate the price that is going to accommodate you and make you happy for teaching what you know. There's going to be two prices that you negotiate. One is going to be a per instruction fee. That's one price. And the other is a per student fee. The instruction fee is going to be what you charge the facility that has asked you to teach a gift basket class. You are going to give them a one price fee for coming to the facility to teach gift baskets. And while I can give you a, an example or an idea of what you might charge, could be anywhere from $300 to thousands of dollars, depending on the facility, you need to recognize what price is going to be, what's going to make you happy. The per student fee is going to cover what you are purchasing for each student's kit each student's gift basket kit. You are going to be, and I'm, this is going to be one of the other tips, you are going to be purchasing the products so that each student has what they need to make their gift basket. So that's the first tip. You are going to decide what your negotiated price is going to be per instruction fee and per student fee. The second tip is for you to buy all of the required items for gift basket making. You need to buy the students all the products so there will be no chaos. And believe me, if you leave it to the students to bring their own products, which would take some of the work off of your hands, you are going to get a lot of work on the backside. You will have students, and I'm not kidding, bringing in Christmas trees and surfboards, looking in your face, saying to you, how am I going to put this in a basket? And you are supposed to be the person who fixes that, who <laughs> shows them how to put Christmas trees and all kinds of items, calculators, calculators are not too bad but I'm talking about big things into a basket. And the baskets are, or the container is not, again, but not going to be the kind of item that you want to teach how to construct. So it's going to be very important for you to buy all the items, or believe me, there will be a lot of chaos in the course. There's going to be a lot of hand-holding and a lot of instruction and a lot of stress on your part. Please buy all of the products for your students. The third tip is to know where you're going to buy the products ahead of time. You might buy products from a wholesaler. You might buy them from a retailer. You might buy from a supplier who is going to ship the items to you. You're going to make the decision how it's going to go, how where your products are coming from and what you're purchasing. In my case, I, at one point, purchased from a supplier and I expected the items to get to me on time because I ordered items a month ahead of time and the items did not get to me. I had to cancel the order and then go out to a local supplier, both wholesale and retail, to get the items that I hoped would come on time. I'm not saying that every wholesaler and every supplier you order from 
online or by phone is going to be tardy. But in my case, the first time it happened, I stopped buying from a supplier by phone or online because I knew I had to have everything ready. If there were any stickers on the products, I had to remove stickers. If there were any kind of tags or whatever, there was, there's a lot of preparation to making sure that each student has what they need in their kit. And the kit is in a queen-size tote bag. It fits very nicely in that size bag. So you have to have queen-size tote bags as well. So third tip is to know where you're getting products ahead of time. The fourth tip is to know the maximum amount of students you can teach. I had a trade show event in Las Vegas and I was able to teach 100 gift basket students or 100 trade show participants how to make gift baskets all in one shot. That was fun. That was fun because not only did all the products come on time, but I had some help, of course, in putting that event together. When I'm at an adult school or a library, I have to know the maximum amount of students that I can invite through the facility because if you are coming to the event in your vehicle, which you probably will, you have to know how many kits will fit in your vehicle. You could have an SUV, a regular car. You might have a U-Haul. You need to know how many kits will fit in your car. The maximum number of kits that fit in my car, and I have a general car, was 20 kits. And that was even tight. 16 would be really good, but not surely. I had to have 20 people in my course because 20 people wanted to come. So I was able to fit 20 <laughs> 20 kits. Uh, some of them were on top of each other, but thankfully nothing came dislodged as I traveled to the event. So know the maximum amount of students that you're going to invite through the facility you're going to teach at. The next tip is to have an agenda to know what you're going to share. Students want a fun experience to make the gift basket making just wonderful from the basket to the bow. They want a great experience. And you also want to be invited back. So you have to have an agenda of how the teaching is going to go. What banter you're going to have at the beginning to welcome the students. How you're going to introduce them to the products that they are going to be using. Just a little bit about you and how you came to making gift baskets. Because they love to know that background. And then you get into the making the gift basket and instructing the, the students piece by piece in very basic information, what they're going to do, what to take first, how to crumble the paper, how to put the shred in. No one knows how to do this. And if they do, yes, they will go quicker than the other students, but you have to speak in fifth grade language, which is good language, how to do what they're doing. It's kind of even better than what you see on TV with cooking classes because they go real fast and they have to stay within that 20-minute time frame for the airing. And it's 20 minutes because of the commercials. You have no commercials, but you still have to have an agenda on how you are going to instruct the class so that everyone has a good time and you are invited back to have another class. If you don't want to have another class, then that's fine. If you get the invitation, then you turn it down. 
but you do want to have an agenda so you know all about how you're going to teach the class from beginning to end. The sixth tip is to market your class the best way possible rather than expect the facility to do all of the marketing for you. There are wonderful ways for you to not only market your gift baskets as you're doing, but wonderful ways for you to market your course. It's going to be marketing possibly through a lot through social media. There may be a type of newspaper that's online in your area that will help you market the course and let everyone know when it's going to happen and what's going to happen and who you are as the teacher. There are going to be quite a few venues for you to use to market the class. So if teaching is possibly in your future, start to write down where you can market the class so that you are ready to do so when you are ready. And the last tip, the seventh tip, is to ask the facility how you can speed up their payment. Boy, oh boy, facilities can be really slow at paying you. They can take three to four months to pay you. Now think about it. You have purchased all the product. You have driven to the place, driven back. Everyone has what they want except you if you have not been paid. And if you are teaching through a library or some other type of similar facility, there's always going to be a board that has to approve the purchase agreement, the purchase order, and you get paperwork that goes back and forth. Meanwhile, the board has been paid. Everybody has paid. You have not been paid. That's not fun. And you'll end up calling the facility, checking on your payment. Ask the person who is your connection at the facility what you can do to speed up the payment. Can you sign papers ahead of time? Can you submit your invoice ahead of time? Find out the schedule for getting paid ahead of time. <laughs> That's the whole basis for not only having a great event on your part, but also being paid as you ought to be paid, not three to four months later, but immediately, if not within a month at the most. So those are the seven tips to teach a gift basket class, to negotiate your price for your instruction fee and your per student fee, to buy all of the required items that you need all the students to use, or there's going to be a lot of chaos. You need to know where you're going to get the products ahead of time so that you can put all of your gift basket making kits together. You need to know the maximum amount of students you're going to teach so that the gift basket kits are not hanging from the outside of your car and you're praying that nothing flies out of the bags as you go down the highway. You need to have an agenda of what you're going to share in the class. Just like a teacher in any type of elementary or high school or college, you need to also have an agenda of how the class will proceed. You want to market your class rather than having the facility do all of the marketing for you because you want a full class. And last but not least, you want to ask the facility how you can speed up the payment so that you are not waiting three, four months after your class has ended to finally get paid. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for seven tips to teach a gift basket class. Next week, we are going to discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. 
I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.